<laughs> yes. yes. But like, the comparison like with me and some so that'd be something neat to see, you know, the Harris Harris at the Pirates playing in, in Williamsport wasn't a sh- Welcome to the Non-Nerve Sports Podcast, episode 38, the home of sports talk for everyone. I'm David. I'm Jason. Welcome aboard. Now, this week it went official, so we decided to do this as our first first period talk it, uh, talk it, topic. Uh, Tom Brady retiring. Who would have thought? And then that uh, Ben Roethlisberger uh, retires right before Brady actually officially retired because there was rumors that was he retiring? It wasn't officially announced. And then you text me the other day. It's official. <laughs> well, I think Ben was kind of a given. Um, yeah, I figured he was he was going to be a given. And you know what? He had a, a long career for the style of player he was. Um Got hit a lot. I mean, he took a lot of hits, and he was a big dude. I mean, for a quarterback, he he was tough. Yeah, um, he, and the fact that he was able to do what he did for being the size that he was, you know, he was. I mean, hell of a quarterback. I mean, he he was a stealer through and through. He was. Um, I know. A former Steelers quarterback is not the biggest fan of Ben as a quarterback, um, but I think he's definitely earned earned his shot into the Hall of Fame. And I had to put up, pull up um, Brady's tweet about Ben's retirement. Did you see this? No, I didn't. I missed it. Um, he tweeted, "Ben defied the TB12 method." in favor of the throw some ice on it method his whole career and ended up an all-time great with six pro bowls and two super bowls. There's more than one way to bake a cake. And I thought there you go. it's, it's a little funny, but for a guy who everyone claims doesn't always act like a class act, that was a pretty class act thing on Brady's part. Yeah. You know, everybody thinks he's, you know, he, like you say, he doesn't do class act things, but yeah, that is, yeah, that was nice that you, you know, put something on there for him. And you know what? He hit it on the head. Bed was the kind of guy who would just throw ice on it. And just go. He just, he, he would barrel through it. I and mean, despite his injuries, he would still barrel through it. Despite the stupidity of riding a street bike without a helmet. I bet you that went to a contract clause. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. You know, I mean, for somebody who was, well, he was uh 2004 draft first round 11th pick. So he was up there. And I mean, and that tells a, you where the Steelers were at that time before they got him. Yeah, being that the pick was that early. Because normally, if you're a good team, you don't get that early of a pick. Right. You know, I mean, he played almost 250 regular season games, 23 playoff games, two Super Bowls, 05 and 08. 416 regular season touchdowns, 36 playoffs. He was I mean, he, he was, was a damn beast. good quarterback. Yeah, he was. I mean, like I said, for how big he was, yes. Did he move fast? No. But when he moved, is you couldn't stop the momentum. <laughs> and he was a big part of those those uh mid to late 2000 Steelers teams. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, he drove them. I mean, he 
you had you know, him, you had Hines, move. you had Harrison, you had Palomalu. My God, Palomalu. Him is hair. I am not like we all know at this point, my wife's a Steelers fan. I'm not a Steelers fan, but I could watch Palomalu play defense all day. He was a dangerous defenseman. He had <laughs> timing down perfectly <laughs> for a lot of the jumps off the line. There's a great clip of him leaping over because he's a safety. There's a great clip of him going from his position as safety, leaping over the linemen of both teams and getting the quarterback. Like I said, he had the timing down. He was a dangerous defenseman that way. I mean, he was a dangerous defensive player for what he could do. His hits were hard as anything. Yes. All I can think of when I see that clip uh, is in the water boy when the quarterback's like, please don't hit me. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) There's another great story um, out there um, about Paula Malu. Oh, and I'm blanking on his name now. Former kicker for the Colts. He's wrestled for a little bit. And I can't think of his name uh, now. Pat sorry, McAfee. Does it start with an, yes, I was just going to say, does it start with an M? If it did, that's the first one I was going to guess. Pat McAfee tells a story about they have a play specifically set up and now Pat, Pat's a Pittsburgh guy. He's from the area, right? Like he grew up a Steelers fan. And he had the Colts were playing the Steelers and they had a trick play where Pat would have been able to score in Hind, in his hometown in Heinz Field. And the whole idea was that like Paul is not going to be on this play. They never put Paul Amalu in special teams. Sure, they probably did. They put Paul Amalu on special teams. And at the last second, Pat's like, we need to change it. We need to change it. Well, yeah, because he's probably going to be hit, you know, be hit with a train. <laughs> it's, I mean, I don't do the story justice, but it is, it is a tremendous story. I mean, that's how Balmalu hit. He hit like a train. And like I said, he, his timing down for getting through the defensive line. I mean, like you just said, going over both both sets of linemen or just getting to the quarterback. His timing was perfect. And the way he played defense was the way a defense player should play it. You know, he played his position. Well, I mean, those, those Steelers teams from that time period were really old school football teams. Like they played a throwback kind of style because they were hard hitting. I mean, for as much as they were a passing team, they were just as much a running team. I mean, they were going to grind a touchdown out of every play if they could. They they were a grinding team. That's pretty much what sums it up. They were a grinding team. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like they were a finesse team. It was a, we're going to hurt you. We're going to hit you. You're going to feel it. We're going to take what you give and day. we're going to bounce back and, and score on you. Yeah. I mean, you could hit us as hard as you want, but we're just going to run you over. That's basically how they were. And and it wasn't just like, you know, with, with Ben, it was the whole team doing this. But Ben, I mean, he stood in the pocket, took the lickings, and kept on ticking. I mean, something Jamie and I always talked about was like Heinz Ward would be take, he'd get a hit running the ball, and he'd still have a smile on his face. Like, he loved it. I mean, that's the kind of team they had where, you know what? Yeah, hit me. I'm going to get back up with a smile on my face and I'm going to run this ball in, you know? And then on the other uh, side, you have Brady, who, who's the 
I mean, you hate saying it, but he's kind of the opposite. He was more of a finesse kind of, he didn't take a lot of hits. No, he and, didn't. He had, but he had a good line in front of him too that could stop those from happening. You know, those right? But he lickings. wasn't. I mean, the he's knock not on, a runner. He wasn't. He 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 wasn't right. a runner. I mean, the he knock could on run, Brady yes. is he wasn't tough. I mean, yeah. Clearly, we know now that. I mean, to have played as late in his life as he has, he was tough. I mean, playing forty, you know, up until the age of forty-four, did accomplishment or accomplishing everything he has done. I mean, it's remarkable. But he's still no Joe, Joe Montana. Well, no, they said, uh, I saw a funny, uh, well, no, I, I, I saw a funny clip. You call Brady the GOAT, and then they showed a picture of Montana, never lost a Super Bowl, never was picked off in a Super Bowl, and it just started going down the list of everything like in a Super Bowl, Brady has not. You know, or Brady wasn't, has, but Montana has not. Wasn't Joe the guy that got Brady into wanting to be a quarterback? Like, wasn't that who Brady watched? I believe he was a San Francisco. I think Brady was a San Francisco fan, if I remember hearing that right. And yeah, I think that I think that's what the story was. I'm just trying to remember that because I remember hearing something along those lines. But yeah, I mean that's. I mean, when when you have seven rings, you could probably, you know, he'll probably just sit there like, okay, talk trash about me. I'm sitting here with seven Super Bowls. No, I mean he he is the 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 goat quarterback. Um, and we talked about this last year uh, when we talked about late draft picks. To me, Brady is the the quintessential written off player who showed everyone up. And, yeah, and like you 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 took me this late. This is what I'm going to do for you. This and you know what? You. He gets hated on, and we've all we've all hated on him. We all have. So he, he thinks that he gets hated on because he was that good. But he worked hard for it. You can't be a six-round draft pick, pick to only be a backup and have a short career, and not and then yeah. blow everyone away with the career you do have without working hard. Like it doesn't happen. You have to have a no, work ethic to make that happen. And for as much as we've all hated on him, he's earned every bit of success he's had. I mean, he's he's one of those players to where you hate him if he's not on your team. That's basically what it is. You hate him if he's not on your team. I guarantee you, every Buccaneers fan, when he was with the Patriots, hated his guts. When as soon as he came a Buccaneer, everybody loved him. Some Patriots fans hated him. Some Patriots fans still loved him. And now they suck again. Both teams. Pretty much. You know, I mean, Brady's seven Super Bowls, five Super Bowl MVPs, five. Uh, hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, Brady has 624 regular season touchdowns, 624. The next active, the, the next active quarterback underneath him is fifth, Aaron Rodgers at 449. What is that telling you of that much of a gap for active quarterbacks? I mean, Roethlisberger, he's ranked eighth in that list. You know, but to have those numbers, what can you say about it? Well, Stafford's 12th on that list. Russell Wilson's 15th. There, Matt Ryan's 
ninth. So, I mean, there's still some active guys who are, who are on that list. Um, yeah, but here's the thing, though. One, I don't think Roger is going to be hitting 600 anytime soon. <laughs> no, I don't think Wilson is either. I think Matt Ryan's soon going to be hanging it up. Stafford, sadly, after 13 seasons, is finally on a team that can actually catch the ball. So, right. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, no, no, you, you, you're right. It's all about teams who can catch the ball. I mean, you put, let me think about it. Brady was on a team that couldn't catch the ball. Where, where would he be? And the thing is, though, with a lot of these quarterbacks now, you have great careers, but well, look at Drew Bledsoe. If he didn't get injured, Brady wouldn't have got in. Right. Actually, I think it was a list because I think Brady was actually fourth back from the, from the primary start. I remember reading that right. And then injuries. And then all of a sudden here comes Brady who got the start and all of a sudden just skyrockets from there. Same thing with flourished, you know, same thing with Ben, you know, he, there was an injury. They threw in the backup. Boom. His career took off because well, a backup, you, you, you know, you're hungry. You want to make that, you know, you want to make that push. You want to become that guy. You want to take right. that starting position. And they both they both took it and their careers. I say, you know, Brady's a big shoe in for the Hall of Fame. And I think Ben is too. Oh, I think Ben's going in. You know, I, I think they're both going in. Poss- you know, I say first round both. I think the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is a lot more lenient than, than the Baseball Hall of Fame. So I think they're getting in. <laughs> you don't say, right? I mean, I thought baseball was so lenient. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I heard a lot of things with uh, the baseball after the the announcements of who's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, that would have that would have been a whole episode onto itself if we were going to discuss that. Yeah, which we still can. Maybe we can get uh, baseball together involved in this. Uh, it's probably best we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. I mean, uh, enough baseball stuff to worry about right now is going to be uh if there's a baseball. Great, right. Well, there's going to be minor league baseball. Well, that's a plus at least. Because they're not under the CBA. They're not part of the the players union for major league baseball. So, um no matter what there will be a minor league baseball season this year. Um well, so that's good for go us. Good games. Absolutely. Go to those games. They're always fun to go to. But yeah, I mean, I say, you know, like I said, they're both in the Hall of Fame first round. So definitely, you know, it, I, I think this is going to be the end of eras for the way quarterbacks are with Drew Brees retiring. Um, and when when Manning went out and then now Brady and Roethlisberger. Aaron Rodgers is really the only one left. I think he's soon done if he's not done this year. Uh, I think he's still playing. I understand they might be looking for another team for him. I heard the Colts. Um, That's who I've been hearing. But if you think about it, though, who who else is out there than Aaron Rodgers that is from that time, you know, is from when that 2001 to 2010 period of football. Yeah. I mean, you don't see anything else. 
that's the thing. You don't see any I mean, other quarterbacks was, stepping I mean, up the way they did. 2000 I mean, to he, now, it was a great period of football uh, just to watch, to see young players grow and become superstars, especially the quarterbacks. Um, so, yeah, you're right. I mean, this is definitely going to be the end of an era, and it's going to be weird next season without a, without Brady. I mean. You know, well, Rodgers was an 05 pick, first round of 24 overall. So, yeah, he was an 05. I mean, really, you don't. You know, he's the last one of that time frame where quarterbacks were, you know, you've seen a good high caliber of quarterbacks between Brady, Ben, Rogers, even, you know, Drew Brees is out because, you know, he was always a big one to watch. You know, I forgot Manning. Joe Flacco still playing. He's still playing. I thought he was done. ESPN has him listed as active. Or he was active for this season. Uh, let's Who's check out Pro Football for? Reference. The funny Jets. Enough, funny enough, I just clicked on the same thing as soon as you said that. Wow, the Jets, really. I mean, looks like he only was two games played, though. <laughs> Yeah, two games played. That's it. Well, it is what For it the is. Jets. So I think he's going to be. I but mean, you know I what? Mean, he had a heck of a career with the, the Ravens. Yeah, he did. That he did. He did have a he did have a big career with the Ravens. You know, he had a, you know, he has a Super Bowl win. Unfortunately, it's against the Niners. But yeah, it's it's the end of an era for you know for these you know for quarterbacks. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the only one left. Yeah, Brady. I mean, at least from ben, that group. Yeah, from that group. Yeah, in that group, because who else? Who else of a of a big caliber are you going to see now? Who else of that big caliber who can play the way them to you know the, the way that group did? I mean, there's there's you definitely don't. quarterbacks who can play at a high level right now, but they're they're yeah, a different a different generation if you really consider it. Exactly, you know, of of that core. I just don't want to take anything away from the very talented quarterbacks there are now by saying, "Well, no, no, there 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 are definitely high highly talented quarterbacks now." Yes, but to see players, to, you know, to watch the the evolving of these players, like, uh, you know, again, Brady. All of them at that same time frame. The, you know, the competition level between you had Brady and, and Manning. You had Breeze. You had Rivers, you had Rodgers, you have. You had the big mix. Breeze, you had Ben. There's you know, someone else I can think of, Eli. <laughs> yeah, both Mannings. <laughs> well, Brady couldn't beat Manning. Yeah, he you know he he couldn't beat Eli in the Super Bowl. Of course, I think it still gets him that he couldn't beat Nick Foles in the Super Bowl either. Nick Foles is is going to be a Philly folk hero the rest of his life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, he will. And you know, it's going to turn into a Wentz who. He did. That's basically what it's going to turn into. You know, he didn't catch on anywhere else, and. 
whatever he did, he did right in Philadelphia. I mean, he was able to rally that team when Wentz went down and led them into the playoffs and led them to the Super Bowl. And God bless led him. them against, you know, led him, you know, led them against Brady, the Philly and, special, you know, and I remember that Super Bowl being one hell of a, of a quarterback, set, you know, of just barely any defense. It was all, all offense, which was fun to see just to them watch the exciting plays. It was a yeah. back and forth offensive, you know, shootout. But yeah, no, it's going to be, so we should see uh, who's going to step up and fill the shoes. See how far uh, some of these quarterbacks can go. So on that note, that'd be the end of the first period. We'll be right back. Do you have a YouTube channel? Check out all things YouTube. That's hosted by me, Matt Haas. I'll show you how to make searchable videos people actually watch. That's the key. Hey, look, we live in an amazing time. If you have something to say, you could reach a worldwide audience. A worldwide audience, and all you need is consumer-level gear and good on-camera presence. You don't need anyone's permission. The strategies and techniques you'll learn don't cost extra money, and they don't even take extra time. You just have to do things right. I'll show you how. Plus, all my stuff is free. The best place to start is to point your browser to allthingsyoutube.com. Baseball fans, check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family where we do baseball together. All right, welcome back for the second period here. Uh, the Washington general football team here is definitely getting a a new name. Uh, they got a new name this year. The Washington Commanders. What's your thoughts on that one? Hail Cobra. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I had to make a G.I. Joe joke because I'm a G.I. Joe fan, um, but I've definitely seen some memes with Cobra Commander photoshopped into the ceremony of announcing the name. That's great. That's fantastic. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you, you don't have to expect it. I know. I mean, I, I see some people like it. Some people dislike it. Um, I'm cool with it. I think, um, you know, they, they kept all the things. They kept the colors the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been rumors for years now that they were going to eventually become something different anyway. So, and the commanders was always one of those things that was constantly in the rumor mill for the last few years. So it doesn't surprise me that they're the Washington commanders. Um, What are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know yet. I mean, I thought being that they come up with this name, I thought it would be almost like a better logo. Instead of just the W on the side of the helmet and See, commanders I, across the front. I like the W. I mean, yeah, no, I like the W as well, but I thought maybe, I don't know, just commanders to me just. Then again, it's like the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, probably take a little bit getting used to because, you know, I'm, 
I'm still used to the Redskins. I'm still used to the Washington Redskins. And I'm, so when they changed it to the Washington football team, you know, the WTF. Did I say it? No, I didn't say it right. The, the I thought you were making a joke, honestly. So I no. was letting you go because I thought it was a joke. I thought you were no. making <laughs> No. It's just I know a lot of people when I saw memes of them putting like reversing everything just to make it a joke. But you know, they seem like WR for you know for logos for you know Washington Redskins and now the WC is you know I was expecting to kind of see you know to see that in there. Uh, see, I mean, I, in looking at, because I got the logo blown up here on my screen, I like how it looks. I like the thick yellow lines surrounding the burgundy W. Uh, it pops. I'm sure it's going to look really good on a helmet. Um, I mean, at the end, I mean, a lot of people want to get upset, but, you know, if they wanted to keep the name, they could have did what Florida State did and get the permission of, of a, of like, Florida State has the permission of the Seminole tribe to call themselves the Seminoles. They reached out and they did, I guess you could say would be the right thing by the tribe. If, if, if the name was that important, Washington could have found a way to keep it. And I think at the end of the day, they just, it wasn't worth it for them to keep it anymore. And it is, I mean, it, it wasn't a, a good PR move to keep it anyway. Let's be honest. <sighs> I mean, I do like the black jerseys. Yeah, the, the the alternate uniform. I do like them more than I do the red. Oh, see, I really like the burgundy. Um, because I and, and here's why. Uh, and I shared it with you. It was on Uniwatch. Um, the official exact exact. God, I can't talk. Explanation of the reason why the jerseys look the way they do, and they say the stripes on the sleeves are a tribute to the Super Bowl winning teams of the 80s and 90s. And I thought that was really cool that they kept a very classic looking feature on those jerseys. Yeah, I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. You know, do the tribute, but I'm just like for, for color wise, and I'm, I'm kind of fond of dark colors like that. Uh, I'm, I mean, the black looks nice, especially with the burgundy outlined gold uh, numbering. I yeah. could do without the digital camo. I think that's it is what it is. Yeah, that's the only part that kind of I don't like about it. But everything else I, I do. I think the all white jersey is probably the weakest of the bunch, but that's just because I don't like that gradient numbering, the gradient um coloring of the numbers. I, I that's that's dumb to me. Um and the fact they just have Washington across the front too, instead of you know the actual team name, like they do with the burgundy. Uh, to me, it's, it's it is what it is. I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, there's roar with it. I mean, you could you could go either roar with that. I mean, yeah, there's baseball teams that you know their home jersey has the city, and then the away jersey has the team name. So that to me, that's the same thing. Yeah. Um, or you could, you know, the New Jersey Devils just having jersey, and then their hat to complement it just says hat. Well, did you hear what the New Jersey goalie has on the back of his helmet? Please say it's helmet. No mask. Oh, I was close. It does. It actually says mask on the back. <laughs> Just to kind of could go along with the whole Jersey thing. Now going back um, to the, the all black Jersey 
for the commanders. And I didn't notice this upon first look at it, but I'm noticing it now. Um, I like the number on the side of the helmet. I, that's a really classic look. Not a lot mm, of teams do that. I, I do like that. I didn't notice the W on the front where the stripe normally is. Yeah, uh, when, when I was looking at the, uh, oh, well, at, at the Uniwatch site, I did notice that was one of the first things I noticed with the black helmet was the W in the front instead of the, the actual stripe. Yeah, I didn't notice that. That's pretty cool. That's different. You know, different, yeah, you, you go a long way. Nobody has that. You don't see that in any other <clears> team where they just have, you know, even a logo. You know, you always see the logo on the side, never the front. And I think this is one of the first teams to actually pull that. And actually, one of the really cool things I like about their, the new jerseys, the new uniforms, like on the burgundy one, if you look on the inside collar, the stars are the same stars that are on the DC flag. And then on the arm, the one sleeve of the black um, jersey is the, the crest for the DC flag. So I like that they're, they're doing a lot of good things to tie this team to the city with the new name. And, you know, it's little things like that, that me as a, as a Uniwatch reader and appreciate an appreciator of jerseys, I think that goes a long way. I think those little things sell that, that hometown feel far more than a new mascot or, or things of that nature. Yeah. I mean, you have to, you, you have to tie the Jersey, the team back to the city, not just put a team in, in this city and call it a day. You have to kind of tie it like, you know, like I said, with the logo, with the emblems, the meaning behind, you know, the, you know, the little pieces of everything. Because, like I said, if you just throw a team into a, a city, I mean, for you have to make the team the heart of the city. You have to, like, make them th- with the city. You can't just kind of, like I said, throw a team in to a city and say, hey, here we go. We, ha- we have a team. And have nothing tied to it. You, you know, you have to have some type of ties back, whether, you know, like we said, the logo, the emblems, the small little details, you know, the, right. you know, the crest of, you know, of something. Cause that all, that, that all makes the, the, the city want to get behind the team. Right. Right. You know, it'd be really cool. Um, and it's something I always, I always credit um, Pittsburgh doing very well. And unfortunately, not a lot of other cities do that. I would love to see, like in D.C., the Caps are red, white, and blue. The Wizards are red, white, and blue. Have the Nats do a red, white, and blue jersey. Have the, the Commanders do a special red, white, and blue jersey. Have that, like, that unity within the, the teams. Where yeah. you know what it doesn't have to be an everyday jersey, it can be just a be like a yeah do you know do like a just you know I think it'd be fun to see kind of see if if they would do that yeah it would be really cool um so but no it's it's gonna be interesting to see where they go forward for now hopefully they can put a team together to kind of make a name for themselves with this I mean those diehard fans are always going to be diehard fans. So I don't think they're losing fans over this name. Um, No, I think think their long-term fans are just happy to have a name again. 
right? Other than just calling themselves the football team. But you know what? I dug that logo too. I thought that was a really classy logo. So, I mean, I'm in the minority apparently, but I, I don't know. I didn't hate it. No, I, I you know, it's a once around with things. I mean, you know, of course, when they went from the Redskins to the football team, they had to change the logo. You know, they had to change something for the helmet and the jersey. So, <laughs> kind of right, had no right. choice. I'm on just that saying, matter. I thought that circle logo with the W was. I mean, it was really nice. It had it was a very yeah. visually appealing logo. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's. We have the Commanders now. Yeah, add I mean, to the, I dig it. Add that. Add that to the list here because. The team already went from in 1932, the Boston Braves, from 32 to 36, the Boston Redskins, 37 to 2019, the Washington Redskins, the Washington football team last season, and then now the Commanders. So they had some uh, quite a quite some moves and or changes. They did, and and um. Real quick before we wrap this up, there's a, an alternate logo on sportslogos.com. I'm going to send you the link for this while we're talking about it. Um, because it is really, it, it's interesting. I'll say this. And I want to get your thoughts on it real quick before we finish this up here. Um, but it has those years, as the years they won in the, the logo. I do like that just because of how they pay tribute to, to those. That is really cool. That is really cool. You know, that's, yeah, I can, yeah, I like that patch just for that. So Washington, the Washington football team turns to the Washington commanders. Who would have thunk it? I wonder what other names they actually had uh, picked for it. I, it's, I think what Red Hawks were one of them. Okay. I think the Red Hawks, um, the commanders makes the most sense based on where they're at. And I mean, they're in DC commanders makes a lot of sense. So I don't have issues with it. And it's so like the capitals, the nationals, you know, things like that. So on that note, that'd be the end of the second period. We'll be right back. If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, the Ranking Tracks podcast and the Real Paranormal Talk podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out the Race Nerd podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out the A Show and By the Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By the Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on the A Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. 
There's also the Bored to Death binge cast where the Bored to Death clan reviews easy-to-digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckccradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Greetings, wrestling fans. My name is Peter DeLong. And if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, Look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour. And then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, Peter DeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks. Welcome back to the third period here. Now, just to keep everything in a football theme, let's go Super Bowl. February 13th, between the Cincinnati Bengals, the LA Rams, interestingly enough, second time in a row, home field advantage. I mean, what are the chances? Kind of slim to none, but two years in a row, it's happening um, with a fantastic Rams team. Um, This Rams team is, yeah. Sorry, David. (laughs) What? Yeah, I know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah let's not please let's not uh oddly enough you're not the only niners fan i know so i mean i i said a few choice words during the game so yeah wasn't pretty for me yeah and, but, and i saw based on who you're predicting it ain't, <laughs> i know why you're you're predicting to pick them <laughs> no i have my reasons i actually have some I actually have some good reasons. I have some good reasons behind it. Not just because of what happened, but some good reasons. <laughs> I think this is gonna be I hope that this is gonna be a fantastically fun game. I, well, I'd love to see this be a quarterback duel, but we know how the Super Bowl goes. Yeah. Well, the way this year's playoffs have been with games where it's come down to either overtime or a field goal at the last play of the game. It, you know, this season, you know, this year, you could not ask for, uh, for, for any better games. You can't, no, you couldn't. And then they were on the edge of your seat games the entire time. Exactly. Mean- okay. You know, yes, yeah, San Francisco lost to the Rams, <laughs> but it was like trying to pull that out. You know, you, but the other games, I mean, like I said, either overtime or field goal. You know, so you can't, you can't ask for anything better. I mean, that, I mean, I think the best game of the whole playoffs has got to be that, that Chiefs Bills game. Oh, 
I saw uh, I saw somebody that said, "Screw the Super Bowl. Let's have a best of seven. <laughs> I mean, no, that was that was a game where, I mean, everybody expected the Bills to win that one at the end. I mean, I thought the Bills were going to pull it off. I see. And then 13 seconds later, here comes Patrick Mahomes. I saw a meme that said, men, don't ever let your women tell you 13 seconds isn't enough because Patrick Mahomes just proved them wrong. I saw that one, too. I lost it. I was. I dying. saw that one, too. I saw that one, too. I lost it. That was one of the best ones for that. You know, there he is like. <laughs> but no, yeah. Thir- yeah, that's who would have thought? that in 13 seconds, Mahomes could have sent it into overtime. Especially when so many teams were like, you know what? It's under a minute. We're done. We're accepting defeat. And- yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, this year's playoffs, you cannot ask for better games at all. Some odd things happen, like, you know, with the Cowboys. Brady getting but- his first uh, bad sportsmanship penalty. Bad sportsmanlike right. conduct penalty. Entire career. That's why he retired. Does <laughs> <laughs> he want to get fined? Yeah. That's what I heard too. That's why I said it was official but not official when they when it was first announced. And then they said, is he gonna get a fine? Is he gonna you know, if he retires, he's not gonna get fined. But I, mean, I was that, just yeah. cracking the joke, but <laughs> no, that no, I've actually heard that that that's what uh you know why he you know that they didn't he wasn't officially officially done but then again you know but now this playoff like you cannot ask for any better better playoff games and i just hope like we said the super bowl comes down to an actual good game and not just the way it's been the past few times where it's been a defensive a, game you know a blowout at times but, I mean, the Bengals' last run at the Super Bowl was back in 88 when San Francisco beat them 20 to 16. With Boomer. You know, this is their, you know, this is their third time going to the Super Bowl. The Rams have won a championship back in 99 against the Titans. Back when they were in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is their fifth time. This is their fifth time going. I think it's so, good. I think it's good for football to have two teams in it that wouldn't have been in it a couple of years ago <laughs> um, or even a year ago. What's nice is that you have the Super Bowl two quarterbacks that are not a Brady, a Mahomes, or, or anything of that nature. You have two quarterbacks that really don't have that. You know, they, they, they have a name structured, you know, that, you know, they, they have themselves out there as good quarterbacks, but not to an, a level of Brady, Roethlisberger, Rodgers, things like that. And that these two quarterbacks are playing the best games of their lives. Whether, you know, the way this season has been going, I mean, who would have thought the Bengals would have made it this far? Right. The Bengals of all teams. I have both quarterbacks on my fantasy team all season. There you go, and look at and look at it now. I mean, it's. It, I just like I, said, I just hope this season or this Super Bowl 
ends the way this the way the playoffs have been this season, which is a good game. You know, so because who would have thought that the Niners would have I did not think the Niners would have beat the Packers either. Thank God I didn't they think, did. I didn't think the Niners were gonna beat the Cowboys. I didn't think that was gonna happen. You know, it just shows how much faith I have in having the Niners, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, they barely made the playoffs on the, you know, with the Rams. They didn't have a a good you know start to a season. They banked the playoffs on the last game. And going against a good Cowboys team, now losing the way they did made it even more hilarious. <laughs> but no, I didn't expect them to beat the Packers, though. I didn't either. In Lambeau. Yeah, in Lambeau at that. But no, this playoffs, I mean, the, the Rams beat the Buccaneers by three. I mean, who would have thought that? Who would have thought? The Rams tried to lose that game. <laughs> the yeah, way that I, was going in halftime, it did not look. The game before and the game after halftime are two different games in that one. Um, you know, who would have thought, you know, like we said, with the Bills and the Chiefs, who would have thought that would have went to overtime and end the way it did? And and the Bengals, I mean, taking the Chiefs down at home for the, the AFC in championship overtime. was was really good. Oh, that was, a again, these playoff games have been phenomenal to watch. Entertaining, like you said, edge of your seat. But at the you know when in overtime too, when the Bengals and the and the Bengals pulling it out, who would have thought? But I still love, I still love the Bengals. Uh, the, the Bengals field goal kicker. Did, did you hear what he said? Uh, when uh, he was going to go in to, to to kick against the Titans. No, what? He it. It, it, it just shows the level of confidence this, this kicker has. He, I forget who he looked at and said, looks like we're going to the AFC title or the <laughs> AFC championship. And he didn't even get onto the field yet. He's still on the sideline, just got called in. Oh, time to, you know, we're going to the AFC championship. And sure enough, I mean, think of the confidence that, you know, he has. Nothing just wrong by, with that at all. No, it's not. It's, I just find it hilarious how he's <laughs> to going in and look where he's at now. Yeah, I mean, it. I, like I said, I just hope it's a good game. It's that's not a blowout. Of course, um, everybody loves the Super Bowl for the commercials, but I think lately they've been kind of not the best. Uh, my all-time favorite is the the ten-second Miller High Life ad. Where the remember they had the the High Life delivery guy where he would remember. deliver High Life. He looked like a delivery those. driver and he would get out the truck and he would deliver the high life. Well, they had like a, a 10 second commercial because it was like $4 million for a 10 second commercial. And all it was was him going, high life. And that was the commercial. <laughs> that one I will still, always be my favorite. I still love the commercial. I still love the Budweiser frogs. I think that's like consistently the number one every time they do one of those commercial countdowns. I still love them. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> yeah, this Super Bowl starts at six thirty at least. Pre-game starts at six a.m. Oh. <laughs> Most people probably. I, it's. I swear the the pre-game shows on all day. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, well, I think they have a media week, 
going into it. And then, like you said, pregame starts at the crack of dawn. Yeah. Oh, dark 30. So I was going to ask you this off the air. And I'm like, no, I need to save it for when we record. What are you having for Super Bowl? Uh, probably the traditional meatballs. But I'm also thinking of something in the smoker. Might try a pulled pork. There you go. Or I saw it online. Might try to pull this off if I can do it. Which an hour should be fine. Bacon wrapped pickles. Okay. Okay. Instead of instead of fried pickles, bacon wrapped pickles. I can get down with that. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking of. I mean, I don't know if I want to do a pulled pork or just throw a pork loin in and go from there. I don't know yet. We're thinking about either doing a, uh, maybe getting some wings catered from uh, Wegmans because you can do. 60 wings at, or 50 wings at Wegmans for 60 bucks, which isn't math wise. It's pretty reasonable compared to everywhere else. Um, yeah. Or I might do my typical uh, Super Bowl food, which is I do sliders, uh, either Philly cheesesteak sliders or cheeseburger sliders. Haven't decided yet. Either way, you can't go wrong. No, can't I, go wrong at all. I do like having a little smokies, though. Uh, yeah. I haven't Especially had a little smokies. Bar- Especially in barbecue sauce. Probably since the last time I was at your house, your parents' house for a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's, it's not like they're that hard to make. Just throw them in favorite barbecue sauce and have at it. Yeah. You know, but I do love with Super Bowl, just looking at the prices of the tickets. The cheapest tickets from what I could find. Uh, uh, Vivid Seats has the cheapest ticket at 5260 Seat Geek has it at six thousand. StubHub has it at sixty five hundred. NFL Ticket Exchange has it at six thousand six hundred forty two for the cheapest seats. So um, now this you look is at it. the. I was gonna say you look at the high end ones. Seat Geek, one hundred four thousand four hundred twenty two. David Seats ninety seven thousand nine hundred nineteen. StubHub a hundred grand. Uh, ticket NFL ticket exchange 100, $102,449. Then those are the expensive seats. What I, uh, through different Facebook groups, I know some people out in LA in that area parking a half mile away from the stadium for the NFC championship game, half mile away from the stadium, $250. Wow. With reports that it was a thousand dollars to park at the stadium for the NFC championship game. Wow. Why does that not surprise me though? That's disgusting. And sad part is people paid that. I, I know, but that's just ridiculous. That that is ridiculous. I just wow. That's insane. And I complain about paying 20 bucks ahead of time to park at a Phil's game. (laughs) Yeah. Or go to Hershey park. I will never, I will never not complain about how much I have to pay to go to Hershey park. 
both ticket and parking. Then again, I mean, we all can't be like you and growl like a bear to get free parking when we go to a Bears game. So it worked. <laughs> it worked. Can't pay. He said growl like a bear. I did. That's the best part. So who do you have? I have the Rams. Since, since we're doing the picks here. I mean, I've had half the team on my fantasy team all season. Um, I said to Jamie, if the Rams win, I'm going to get a Matt Stafford jersey because I've had him on seven or on, I think, 10 fantasy teams in seven years because uh, I was doing two two leagues there for a while. Um I'm clearly, I guess I'm a Matt Stafford fan because I keep picking them. Um, so if they win, I'm going to get a Stafford shirt. Do you keep picking them or is he just last on the list? He's the best option available when I pick my quarterback. Cause I have a game plan when I pick uh, my team, but you know, he, yes, he's going to throw some interceptions, but I mean, he's always done right by me. Anytime I come up short, it's because of me as a manager, not him as a player. So, yeah, I'm picking the Bengals on this one. Not just because, <laughs> well, 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 here's the thing not just because the Rams beat the Niners, not just because of that. Because it's a team that has not been to the Super Bowl since 88. The team has never won a championship. I'm going for, you know, I'm picking them just because I want to see a team that has never won when they're first. That has not been to the, you know, to, you know, to the show since 88. I want to see a team like that win. That's why I'm picking the, you know, understandable, understandable. Not just because the Rams beat the Niners, not just because of that. Throw that out the window. This is because I just want to see a team. I just love to see these teams, the underdogs, basically, because, you know, that's what the Bengals are right now, underdogs. Right. I want to see those types of teams win, you know, teams that haven't won a title, haven't been to a a championship game in who knows how long. And this is a perfect example. Never won. Been there three, you know, now their third time. Last time was 88. And the Rams, they've been there five times. You know, they'll be this their fifth. Last time they were there was it was an eighteen. So I'm I don't know I'm I'm just a sucker for trying you know, no, you know going you for know the underdog team. Normally I would too, you know that. Uh, but you had the Rams on your fantasy football team. Yeah, I got it. I got <laughs> it. I mean, much. I've been cheering them all season because I want my fantasy team to do well. I've been cheering Matt Stafford for a long time, so I got to go with these guys. Yeah, you yeah you you know you kind of have the whole, you know majority of the Rams team on on your fantasy football Cooper Cup, no, that's and, and their kicker and Stafford were fantastic for me this year. So. <laughs> well, that's my reason behind. That's my reason behind, you know, you know, I get and, it. Uh, picking the Bengals. And I'd be the Not same just... way if it, if the situation was different. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. I'm still bitter that the Rams beat the Niners. Yes. <laughs> but, but that's the reason why I'm going for the Bengals. Oh, that makes that's, sense. You know, you know that I is my it. main that's, – that's my reason behind it. Now, will they win? 
probably not. They could, you I, know. I, well, here's I, the thing: it's yeah. anyone's game as soon it as is. they step on the field. Well, look what the Bengals have been doing since the start of the playoffs. I mean, who would have thought they would have beat the Chiefs? <laughs> you know, who would have thought they would? You know, they would did that. I always say, take the odds makers out of it. Take the you know the sports writers' predictions out of it. Because at the end of the day, they're not the ones stepping on the field to play. No, it's going to be who has the more heart. It's who's motivated, who has the heart. And I think these are two hungry teams, two fairly young teams. This is going to be a fun game. And now that I say that, it's going to be a boring ass game. And I'm so sorry to everyone. <laughs> Way to go. I see Peyton try more fun than this. <laughs> <laughs> is it cracking oh crap <laughs> but no it's like that's where he's wrong going for the Bengals. but uh I, I i talked to a guy at work he said the same thing he wants the Bengals to win but he knows different because he knows the rams are a better team but he wants to see just like my reasoning a team that hasn't been there for the longest time team that has never won it win right. something you know but we know the possibilities of that happening are slim can it happen sure look what the you know like i said look what they did again you know look what the Bengals did against the chiefs who would have thought that would have happened look what the eagles did against the pats as we talked about earlier yeah i mean it's it's anyone's who, game exactly it's anyone's game well look when brady won the, uh, against the falcons came back from a big deficit to win in overtime. So it's all yep. It's all it's it's all on on that. Who wants it more? So let's just hope it let's just hope it is a good game that you didn't jinx us. <laughs> so <laughs> so on that note, uh, that's the end of third period. Gonna be uh and also People, you put up your favorite for Super Bowl foods. Yeah, social Either, media, Twitter, Instagram, yep, Facebook, YouTube. wherever. Put it up on YouTube. Put something up there. Put, put your favorite Super Bowl foods up. It's, it's always good to see what other people are, are making for the big game. It'd be cool as one day to do a, a non-other-sports podcast cookbook. There you go. Have a grill off. Uh, the cookbook would, would be kind of interesting. Because you know, I the, have I have the, a recipe for secret stadium sauce. I just have to make it. Oh, a, t- a tailgating cookbook. Yeah, the official the NASPOD cookbook. cookbook. Yep. The, 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 the NASPOD tailgating cookbook. It's the stuff that you can make, you know, just a quick throw together on, a, you know, on a propane stove in the back of a car. <laughs> it's tailgating. It's tailgating. <laughs> oh, your, gotta love your it. Game day cookbook companion. All the recipes to give you heartburn right here. All, all the recipes to send you to the bathroom in the third inning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hot sauce. Uh, let, let's add a little more Reaper to that. <laughs> I'm a dragon. I'm a dragon. Wrong end, buddy. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's you. That is you. 
What? <laughs> I I've been I have been in the car with you enough times post wings, man. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I guess we better get this get to these plugs here before we really go down down downhill now. Um too late. <laughs> You can find me every Wednesday with Brad from Baseball Together on the Punk Podcast. Um, this past Wednesday, we did the final of our three-part series where we covered uh, Deja Intendu by Brand New. Next week, we are going to be doing uh, One Hit Wonders, and that was a lot of fun. Um, you can find that every Wednesday where you get your podcasts. Um, for listeners of the None of Their Sports Podcast, if you visit fansidea.com, you can use the code NASPOD, that is N-A-S-P-O-D, at checkout. You will get 10% off your order. Fansidea.com is the place to go for custom-made jerseys like David has, hoodies, shirts like I have, and other gear. Uh, the perfect product, perfectly stitched, subli- sublimation, embroidery, 100% handmade and delivered on time. That's their certainty, and it's their promise to you. Again, use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D, at checkout for 10% off your order. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, David and I are both customers, and we're both very happy with our with our orders. David, talk, tell them about your order that you got on. Yeah, I just got a hockey jersey, and I was highly impressed with the way it looks. Uh, it uh, it feels nice. It, the stitching of it is, you know, it's not a cheap stitching. It looks like it's something that you would get from an actual sporting event, you know, n- not just off a website. Uh, they actually did a, a small logo of ours f- uh, for the back of Jersey. If you're watching this on YouTube, I can I can take a picture and put it up there for us, so you guys can see what it looks like. That'd be cool. But yeah, no, it's I'm very satisfied with this. Um, <laughs> funny enough, I'm actually looking at getting uh, <laughs> and browsing for football jerseys and baseball jerseys now. <laughs> I've been looking at basketball ones to wear come summertime. Well, I was also thinking of a basketball one just for kind of, kind of bounce, you know, to, to bounce between the sports. Yeah. But no, I'm very satisfied with this. Like I said, I'm still, I'm looking to see what else they have. Just see what, it, uh, and they have all sorts of different, uh, between colors, uh, camo jerseys. They have some my... cool tie dye. I'm not, I'm not a tie dye person, but some of their tie dye ones look really cool. They look interesting. But no, I'm I'm very satisfied with this. And when they say on time, it's on time. You know, when they when when they give you a specific time on when it's going to be there, it's it's going to be there. Which I was kind of impressed by. Of course, I do have to admit when I I did get the notification that it was delivered, I was like, I gotta get home. I gotta get home. I gotta get home. Gotta get home. <laughs> and of course, what did I do? So I got home, took pictures of the jersey. Sent to you. <laughs> yeah, and it looks fairly nice. Um, I have, I mean, I love my shirt. I've been wearing it all night because I was just prepared for the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's an excellent, excellent uh, shirt, jersey. Um, I actually was looking at some of their hoodies. Everything on there is really nice. Uh, for those watching on YouTube, I'm having some camera issues. <laughs> Of course, though, what is funny is, though, with uh, with this jersey, now, in my basement, I have 
Now, th- this one is the only one I did not uh, game wear. But all I have my other jerseys that I've I've game worn hanging on uh, hanging in my basement. And I just like this one that much. I just figured put it up there. Yeah, no, it's it's a sweet jersey. It really it's, is. Um, and he's not BSing you guys on the stitching. He sent me the pictures and I zoomed in on it. It is really well done. Uh, so, yes, NASPOD at checkout. Get that 10% off. Get your custom jersey made. Um, also, don't forget, uh, if you go to naspod.creator-spring.com, that is the official home of our merchandise. You can get our hoodies, our long sleeve shirts, our T-shirts, our face masks. You want to beat out that Om- Omicron? Get that face mask. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we got you covered uh, with shirts and hoodies at, at uh, naspod.creator-spring.com. Uh, all these links are also on our link tree that is listed in the description of every episode. So you want to go to our social media accounts. You want to go to our website. You want to go to our stores. You want to go to our anchor page. It's all there on the link tree. Uh, just click that link in the description of the show. Uh, with that, thank you for joining us for episode 38. My God, 38 of the Not Another Sports Podcast. <laughs> um you can find us wherever you stream or download at anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, uh, YouTube. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube if you want to look at our ugly mugs and wonder why we're married. Um, <laughs> we wonder that ourselves. Uh, yeah, right. Um, with, with that, uh, <laughs> don't forget to subscribe, rate, and, re- rate and review. God, I'm done. I'm, I'm fried. Um, <laughs> I'm Jason. I'm David. And we'll talk with you next time. Have a good one. You have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership.